Welcome back to another episode of the Strangers No More podcast show. I'm Jess. And I'm H. And today we're going to talk about um, how we met and basically that whole story. Because <laughs> um, there's a few little tangents we'll probably go off on. Um, and yeah, anything you want to add? Yeah, no, just pretty much it. Yeah, it's a, I like to think it's a pretty cool, interesting story. Like every time I tell people how we met, they're like, oh my God, no way, that is a pretty cool story. So yeah, just dive straight into it. It's straight into it. So we've been, we only know each other a year and a half, not even two years, um, which is crazy because I feel like I've known you for so long. Um, but we actually met through a Facebook page, um, which is called The Travel Squad. And, um, that was like in, I think I joined it in March, 2021. Like it's been around quite a while. I joined around the same time as well. I think yeah. March, April time. Yeah. So this, um, Facebook group has grown to over like a hundred thousand people. Um, it is, it's kind of skyrocketed and taken off. Um, and we definitely just want to give a shout out to the creator of the, um, group, Alex Mertz. If it wasn't for you creating this group, then we would not be friends. So thank you so much. That's right. Yeah, I do. I would have never met you, and probably a lot of people are considered like my closest friends now. I met through the Travel Squad in the past two years of my life, I guess. And yeah. I guess it, you could say, it's changed my life. The way I see things, and the people I interact with, and stuff. It's all thanks to this, yeah, this big travel community that we're part of. Yeah. So it's been. It's been a crazy two years, actually, if you think about it. Like, since March 21, um, a lot has happened. Um, I So, basically, how I found the group was I was on TikTok one night um, and this thing came up on my free page. It was like, you know, if you want to travel, but, like, none of your friends do or, like, you're trying to find, like, minded people and I've created this Facebook group to bring people together. And Ireland was, like, in a lockdown at the time. Um, it was, like, st- they were still... Um, COVID was obviously still a thing which is crazy to think about because I feel like it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> um but it we were like in a lockdown just after like Christmas and New Year's and it was March and I was kind of in the pits a little bit because fresh out of relationship I couldn't travel anywhere I hated being stuck at home um and then this group came about and I actually initially um became like friends with a group of girls um I think one of them posted in the Facebook group about moving to Australia and that had always been a dream of mine. So I first off became friends with this group of girls and then we had like a WhatsApp chat and we were all like planning to move out to Australia, but Australia's borders are not opening. So that was kind of not a bit of a flop. I actually got to meet some of them, which was wild. Um, and some of them have made it out to Australia, some of them haven't. Um, but then from that, there was a creatives group chat made and that's kind of where our story begins. That's right. It's basically just, so the whole part of the travel squad is you find little niche, little groups, people that are into creative stuff or people that are into paddleboarding or people into festivals and they have different smaller groups. Well, I say smaller, there's still thousands of people in some Yeah. You know, different categories, people that want to go travel in the world or they're going to be traveling to East Asia. So yeah, we're met through one of these subgroups of the travel squad called Creative Chat and there's all like-minded people that like to do photography, videos, anything, I guess, content creation. 
And yeah, it just, the kind of friendship kind of started from there. We were just chatting there about cameras and what we like to do in our spare time and so on. Yeah. And um, there's also like, so just a little bit more in the Travel Squad. Like if you join in now, there's a lot of subgroups. So like there's like Travel Squad Australia, Travel Squad UK, Travel Squad um, like Southeast Asia or whatever. Like there's loads of different ones because the main group, because it has 100,000 people in it, it's a little bit saturated. <laughs> just like if you post in there, your post is either not getting accepted right now or it's just going to be rejected because it's too general. And then they'll tell you like post in whatever subgroup. Um, but the, yeah, so the creatives one is where we met. And I was in Scotland at the time. I remember so vividly like joining this group chat. And I was so excited about it because I've always had an interest in photography like for years, but I never felt like there was someone or like other people that I like, had the similar interests as me like I could never find people who like understood why I was interested in it or like people to shoot with or anything um so I was buzzing this group chat came along and then like we we were both in the group chat when it was like pretty small um because that mm. is it full now I don't know I don't think it is no but at the time there was other group chats out there because I when I joined the Trump squad I was part of like you said smaller groups I was part of the Bristol Gloucestershire and Bath TTS group and I guess that's where I kind of start building my friendship community from. But from then, that's where they start to develop other more niche groups, which was one of them was the creative. But yeah, I think when we joined, there's only about 50, 60 of us around the world on that little chat, just interacting and talking to each other. Yeah, it wasn't very big at the time. But anyway, from that, um, obviously, I followed a few of them on Instagram and like we all started chatting, whatever. And then I don't know, was it you or was it? maybe Sam or someone that posted about going to Slovenia. That was actually Ryan, Ryan Cunningham. Oh, was it Ryan? He, he did that. Yeah, he had, I think the story was he had a flight booked somewhere. And again, because of COVID, it got cancelled. So he just had like almost like the credit that you get with to book another flight. So he goes, yeah. where can I go within this budget range? And he goes, I want to go to Slovenia. So he dropped in the chat and was like, and if you guys want to come, it'll be a great place to kind of go on a creative trip because it's such a like, scenic country with lakes and mountains and back then Slovenia was a little bit underrated I think a lot of people do travel to it now in 2023 but going back in 2021 anyone who said that we're going to Slovenia is like eh? yeah like, I mean I still now think it has very become a tourist hotspot I reckon yeah like I still think it's quite underrated like for mountains and like what we went for because a lot of people know Slovenia for Lake Bled. Like, I know a lot of people will interrail and, like, go to Lake Bled and, like, that's kind of it. But anyway, yeah, we, we this chat was thrown in or this, this idea was thrown in. And I was like, oh, I think I might be able to go because it, like, fits in with my time off work. And then, so I joined, like, we had a separate Slovenia group chat and I joined that. And then I wasn't really, like, writing in it much. I was, like, very much in the background. And I was like, oh, will I go? Won't I go? And then... There was like maybe four girls in the group chat and I was like, oh, I don't want to be the only girl, obviously. And then I know for sure like two girls were like, definitely can't go when it was like getting close to the time. And then there was one other girl and I was like, I actually remember I was in Spain at the time. Like I was in Alicante with my mom and I was like, I think I want to go on this trip. Like I need to make friends. I need to meet other like-minded people who want to travel. And I looked up like, the timings with my work off I looked up like the flights and stuff and I was like I messaged the other girl and I was like I think I'm going to go on this trip like if you go too like if you know we were both like not sure and then she was like okay let's go so we both like 
I literally was beside the pool, booked my flights. I was like, I guess I'm going to Slovenia with a bunch of strangers. Like, I did not know any of you. I'd never met any of you before. Which, when I say to people, they're like, what the fuck? Like, how did you not know who they were? Like, how did you just go on holidays with strangers? Um, And then, yeah, but I don't, like, I never really saw you as, like, stranger strangers because, like because of the creative chat we had kind of followed each other on instagram i knew you were obviously mm. all normal people <laughs> um and then yeah um i got a flight from um i don't know it was edinburgh glasgow flew down to london went to gatwick airport like slept in the airport but not really slept and then met i think i checked in or like went through security first and then i met um bish like was the first person i met because a lot of you came together yeah. And then, yeah, I met you all and I was like, oh my God, like I'm going, I'm going to the Lavinia with all these people I don't know. Um, but yeah, it kind of... Strangers. It was, was it seven? Yeah, because it was eight of us, right? And I, yeah. No, there was 10 of us. Was it 10 of us? Yeah, there was 10. Oh my God. So it was, I guess it was a bit, even bigger group. Yeah, 10 of yeah, us. Yeah. That's right. Your, your TikTok, I can't remember now, your TikTok was like, Going to travel in to Slovenia with my strangers to so come follow me on this journey. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is how it Yeah. So it was yeah, nine other people I met in the airport and then went to Slovenia. One of no two of them didn't almost didn't get on because there was like still COVID restrictions at the time, wasn't there? Oh yeah. That was yeah. Good old times of COVID. You have to have audience <laughs> weird passes for this and to be able to get in a plane. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah, then we went to Slovenia, had the best time, the best five days. It was eventful. <laughs> um, I think we got so much done in that trip. For how short it did. was. I know. I think I want to thank Sam as well. He did an amazing job. Yeah. Actually, you know, itinerary from day one to day five, where we stayed, what we seen. Literally, we had the entire day planned out. And it, we just made most of every hour that we was in that country, pretty much. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Like, Sam posts about yeah. trips. He goes on trips constantly with TTS and he, he always posts about them in the Facebook group. And he go like, he makes the best itineraries. Like, he goes through every extent. Like, he's just, he's amazing for planning trips. And he's also such a cool, like, sound guy. So, shout out to you, Sam. Um, but yeah, we almost got caught in an avalanche. That was fun. Up a mountain. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to see Wildu, I'll make sure I'll plug it just on my YouTube channel on the corner as well for you to watch that video if you want to see exactly yeah, when that uh, when in Slovenia there's two videos about it and yeah such a great experience yeah actually I forgot about that head to Hayver's um, YouTube and we there's two videos up there isn't there that's there is yeah there's two videos from that trip that's not good yeah. how to make two <laughs> yeah so if, if you want to see what we got up to in Slovenia then head to that and then yeah basically from there I went back to Scotland for a week actually and then I moved to London and then I was like closer to everyone and one of the guys was a bitch if you're listening shout out to you um he lived in London at the time too and he was like oh well because I was I moved to London and I didn't know anyone there other than my cousin and he was like well I live in London so you know me now and I was like oh yeah I do so like one of my first weekends in London we met up and I saw some tourist bits that was really nice um and yeah, I did more TTS stuff in London, um, which was a good way to meet people because London's a very scary city to move to um, if you don't know anyone. And it's actually, I think it's known as like the loneliest city in the world, which like I definitely can get. But um, 
TTS makes things like that a little bit easier where, you know, if you do move across the world, you have like a little group of people who are obviously in the same boat. Um, and I think uh, like, I can't talk. I think everyone who joins like TTS groups, they're all kind of of a similar mindset in that they want to make new friends. They want to meet new people. And I suppose like with the title of our show, like you're all strangers and then you meet them and you're not anymore. That's right. So I think, yeah, we have a lot to thank TTS for because it kind of sparked the idea for this podcast and obviously brought us together. A hundred percent. And you're probably going to see a pattern as well with most of our videos that we're going to have on this channel. A lot of our guests might be with people that we actually met through TTS or people that, yes. especially for me, a lot of the trips that I would be getting on and be traveling would be strangers, but they're strangers that I 90% of the times have met through the travel squad. I got a few upcoming trips I planned myself and I got groups of 10 strangers that I've never met coming to my trips. I've recently been in trips in Wales where we went camping for three days in a bit of nowhere and stay in some buffies and yet people that came from all over UK to meet me meet me and just went with me on this crazy little journey. Yeah, so if you're in the UK, um, reach out to Hator if you like hiking, if you like camping, you know, if you want to go on an adventure in the UK, hit him up because he's always down to do that and 100%, yeah. <laughs> um but you planned another tts trip you like you took on the reins of planning like a bigger one outside the uk do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah i think that would have been my first i did all the smaller trips tts trips i planned in the uk but i think that was the biggest one i did in 2022 was to a festival in valencia spain called latin fest and yeah that was again around i always tried to go for smaller groups because i feel like Anything bigger than 10 or 12 is a bit too much people for you to actually get to know them on a personal level and build that kind of almost like a friendship with them. Yeah, it gets a bit like, it gets a bit overwhelming. It does. It is fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And those TTS trips with 40, 50 people, I was amazing. But because there's so many people to interact with in a short space of time, you feel like you don't have enough time to connect with them. Yeah. So when you're in a smaller group, you definitely, yeah, you have a bigger connection. Same goes to us in Slovenia feel like uh, 90% of us that went in that trip, we're still friends today. We still talk to each other on a daily basis and so on. So we, yeah, we definitely were able to build that connection. Yeah. And same with this trip that we did for Palmondo, which was Latin Fest. We went to Spain for a couple of days, went to a festival, and then we just traveled the, the coast of Spain, went to Barcelona, we went to Madrid. We stopped a few places along the way. And yeah, that was an amazing trip. And because it did so well, this year, in, next month actually, in July, I'm doing something similar. I'm taking about, I think there's about 15, 16 of us going out. No oh, way. Wow. So a similar kind of festival is, again, Latin music, but this time in the Netherlands. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be a, a group of 15 of us there for about four, five, six days between Amsterdam, Rotterdam, where the festival is going to be hosted. So yeah, definitely oh. looking forward to it. I wish I was going. I love the Netherlands. And I guess, yeah, Jess had a similar experience. Not a trip to Japan, but a trip that I think really opened our eyes, I guess, an experience. If you want to talk about, was it Morocco that you went to? Yeah. So literally, like to the date, this time last year, I went to Morocco. And this was kind of like my first solo stint, like traveling there by myself and then like staying there by myself for a couple of days and then like coming back by myself. Um, so this time, so basically I always wanted to go like on a surfing or yoga retreat and someone had posted about it in the TTS, like Facebook group. And I was like, I really want to do this. Actually, no, 
I don't think it was a Facebook group. I think I was in like the London WhatsApp chat and someone posted about it in there. And I was like, oh my God, I really want to go. Um, so then basically, yeah, a group chat was formed of like a bunch of people that want to go. We looked at dates. We looked at um, like where we wanted to go do it because a lot of people who go surfing in um, Europe go to Portugal. And then... I had, I think, I don't know if I had mentioned it or someone else mentioned it. And I was like, oh, I heard like Morocco like is um, a good place to go. And, you know, it's quite cheap or whatever. And again, I was left at very last minute. I was like, I don't know if I'll go. Like, I'm not really sure. And then a lot of people kind of dropped out and only four of us ended up going in the end. Um, so I met two of the other people that went, Ellen and Jack. Um, I met them in London for like a brunch the Sunday before we left. <laughs> <laughs> talk about last minute um so we went for brunch and met them and that was lovely and then I flew out on the Tuesday flew out by myself to Morocco and then they came out on the Wednesday and they stayed Wednesday to Sunday I think because it was like the Queen's Jubilee or something so it was like an extra long weekend and then I ended up staying on a few days after they left and I that's kind of where like the solo part was for me but Actually, on that note, if anyone ever is thinking about going solo traveling, especially if you're a female, but you're a little bit like scared or you're daunted and you're like, I don't really want to go by myself or like you're afraid to take that leap. My advice would be pick an activity or pick like some sort of um, trip where like, you know, you can easily meet other people um, because you're like all doing the same thing. So with the surf retreat, I found it so easy to make friends and to like meet people and talk to people and like put myself out my comfort zone because you would spend like the day surfing with them and then you come back in the evening and you can like chill around the pool and stuff but then we would all have dinner together like a big family like it was so nice and then you like it like instantly you basically have something to talk about because you're like oh how was your surf today like did you catch many waves how did, how did you go with this blah blah and it just like kicks off that initial conversation where like you're kind of afraid to like talk to someone um because obviously like when solo traveling everyone's like how do you meet people like how do you talk to people but it's really easy if you like start off with like an activity that you're doing every day because you have like that common ground so that's like a big tip for me if like you're a female and you want to like dip your toe into solo travel and go and do something like a surf retreat or like a yoga retreat or I don't know, like a fitness holiday or something I don't know whatever you're interested in um but yeah Morocco was so much fun like I think about it all the time and I do have like plans to upload <laughs> upload a vlog of it at some point hopefully it'll be up by the time this podcast comes out but um and it'll be on my YouTube channel but if not it'll be up there at some point um and yeah so basically from that Morocco trip um Jack is also out here in Australia at the moment um Met him a couple of weeks ago down in Melbourne at the uh, Formula One. He literally had just moved out. And also Ellen, um, who I've become really, really good friends with. Like, I don't remember life before her. Um, she's also moving out to Australia in September. So that's so exciting. And like, it's again, just another reason why you should talk to strangers because me and Ellen have so much in common and so much that like, we just... I don't know like our energies just like bounce off each other like it's just amazing and I you know would have never found her if it had not been for the travel squad or like putting myself out there and being like I want to do this does anyone else want to join um 
yeah, that was Morocco. And since then, I haven't really done like any TTS related stuff. Um, in Australia, like there's a group chat for the Australia one, but because Australia is so big, we're all like so spread out. Um, there was like a Formula One group chat set up that mm. there was a few of us that met for that. Actually, Ryan, who was on our Slovenia trip, shout out to Ryan. He's also in Australia at the moment. So I got to meet him again. At, yeah, he's in Melbourne. Um, although I think he's going back to the UK for a little while, like just um, while it's summer there or whatever. But yeah, I met Ryan in Melbourne for the F1 and like, um, it was just so nice because I was like, oh my God, like haven't seen you in like over a year. Familiar face again. Yeah, it was a familiar face. It was really nice. Um, and then there was like a bunch of other people that were like in the chat, but like, you know, you kind of had like, I suppose an extra leg to support you if, or like, not that's not the right word, but you had like someone you could like lean on if you were like, were there and you were like, oh, I don't know anyone. I really want to go to this, but I don't know anyone. Um, and then someone else is like, I want to go to this too, but I don't want to, I don't know anyone. Um, and then you just come together and a bunch of other people come together and become friends, basically. That's it, yeah. And it, like, just going back to what you've seen as well. So there, you mentioned that you had Morocco trip, but just before we also had the Paris trip as well that we went together. So that's yeah. an example that we can use as well. I had that trip planned. With a couple of friends from basically back home where I'm from in Swindon, so what you call your high high school, secondary school friends that you just grew up with, and turned out they just decided to drop out last minute in the plan and not come with me. But thankfully, I had these amazing girls. I had Tash, I had Jess, and I had Tori, who was like happy to come to Paris with me to celebrate my my twenty seventh, my twenty seventh birthday. Was it twenty seventh birthday? That was my 27th birthday. So yeah, we had an amazing time out in Paris, just yet yeah, living the dream, eating this good food. And oh, we had a heat wave as well while we were there. Oh my God. Yeah, it was so warm. So warm. We didn't expect to be like that for a time in Paris, but yeah, it was such a good trip. And yeah, if it wasn't for TTS and me and you girls, I guess I would have gone by myself. So like, that's <laughs> a good, another good example how like, if you're, you know, you're childhood friends drop out and you you could always count DTS for some people to come on the trip yeah like never you know what that's another thing like never cancel a trip just because other people drop out like that's even more of a sign to go on it like if your friends are dropping out or if like someone drops out last minute and you're going by yourself just go because what's the worst that could happen that's it yeah and even if you were to go by yourself you still meet amazing people I I'm I'm Every time I try to travel, because I always travel in groups and stuff, I always try to book like apartments and things like that for us to interact with each other. But I started this year, I went to Faro in Portugal. Again, it was a little TTS trip since moving to, I recently moved to Wales. I joined the South Wales group chat and I created a little chat said, and you want to come to Portugal with me for just a little start of the year kind of trip in January. And a few people turned out away with me and I decided, you know what, let's stay in a hostel because that way we can interact with new people. That was for me, that was the first experience of staying in a hostel and I socialized with other people and it was brilliant like was it amazing people yeah I loved it just interacting with people and like just connecting with kind of people like that as well so yeah even if I was by myself I think I would have done exactly the same and some of the people we met there as well were by themselves and we had a great time we went out together food and just explore so yeah I think everyone should just kind of give it a go some people think it's a bad thing to stay in hostels but honestly sometimes you might meet like some amazing people because you're feel there for a reason, people are going to be there probably for the similar reasons or similar interests. So you can always find something that you can kind of like almost get along with each other. And that 
aspect of swimming. Yeah, so I guess Jess, you you got a lot of experience with parties now. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like I've 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 been through the hostels. Um, well, I feel like I have. You know what? I play it safe a lot of the time in hostels. Like I will say, I like a little bit of like comfort, and I like knowing that it's not. Um, like I will never pick it's as a female. I think as well, I will never stay in a hostel that's like below a seven rating because. I just feel like safety is like obviously a big thing, but also you don't want to be somewhere that you're uncomfortable. Like I understand obviously sometimes you're like not in the hostel for a very long time, but at the same time you want to like hostels where it's easy to meet people or like you can cook food if you want to cook food, if that's what you want to do. Or like if you're in a place, I suppose for a long period of time, like you want something that's a little bit comfortable so that you can come back and, um, you know, the beds are relatively comfy or like that doesn't plug beside your bed. That's a main thing to look out for if you're staying in hostels. Make sure you read the reviews and see if there's a plug beside your bed because if not, your phone's halfway across the room and you're not like you can't obviously look at it. Um, but yeah, I I went solo traveling across Europe um last September and that was like I stayed in hostels before, but it would always have been with friends. Um, well, like when I was in college and when I was doing my studies, we had done some like winter breaks because it was really cheap and like we still weren't back um to like lectures or whatever so I've, I've been in hostels before but it was always like massive groups of people so I never like met other people like it was always just within the old, my own group um yeah, but then group, yeah, yeah. yeah um which like it's fine because obviously it's a cheap option to stay somewhere um but sometimes I feel like and this is coming from both sides like from being in a hostel with a group of friends and being in a hostel solo Sometimes when there is big groups of people, it makes it less likely for, if you're in the group of people, it makes you less likely to go out and talk to other people. And then if you're not in the group, like if you're on your own, it makes it very hard for you to like approach a big group of people because you're like, oh, they all know each other. Um, it's very intimidating to try and approach a group of people. Like, Hi. Yeah. <laughs> it was just nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Um, that's not something I'm great at. I kind of think of, like one or two people are fine, but um, big groups are like still intimidated by that. Um, but yeah, I stayed in hostels all across Europe and they were all like great. Um, there was, there was one I stayed in actually, it was in France and it wasn't great, but it was kind of, it was the only hostel in the area. And I was just picking, like, I had to be in Barcelona. So I was like, right, I need to stop somewhere in between, um, Switzerland and Barcelona. And I had two places. So I was like, right, I'll just stop off here. I really, I really want to see what this place looks like anyway. Um, but yeah, it was just like really small. It felt kind of dirty. Um, and just not a great experience overall wasn't social like social things that's a big deal for me as a solo traveler but also sometimes you kind of want to pick and choose your hostels because there's like sometimes you want to be really social and other times you just want to chill out and not talk to anyone and that's like that's one of the things about solo travel like you if you are making that effort and you are meeting so many people you want like your down days and you're like the piss what part of the trip you're on if you're just doing a stop by in a seat for one day moving on to another seat you don't want to socialize it's just on the beach yeah and move on to your journey and if you're somewhere for a couple of days maybe that's where you want to sell down for a little bit meet the people in the hostels go out for free drinks and maybe explore together i guess yeah so i i definitely have like had experiences of both where i get to a hostel and i'm like right i don't want to talk to anyone i just want to chill out and i just want to you know be in my own little bubble 
But yeah, I don't know. I feel like hostels still get a bad rap and I don't know why because some of them are so good. Um, like I stayed in a hostel when I first came to Australia and two friends that I met in the hostel, like I'm st- like still friends with them now. So that like... Yeah, you just got to do your research, I guess. Let's go back yeah. to what you've seen about safety, the, the phone charge. You want, yeah, do as much research as you can. Because for example, the one I was talking about in Portugal, every day they had like a big board of what activities they're going to do. They got like surfing, they got active group just things that they plan out for you almost like pub crawls and all sorts if it's just your typical hustle that's got literally nothing just beds and like maybe not even a chill out area for people to interact you might not get the best experience yeah you definitely want to do your research one app that i found really useful as well since i've stayed in other hostels since january isn't with hostel world you oh yeah hostel world is great yeah compared to like booking.com you might pay a little bit more for hostel world however what it does, it allows you to actually see other people that are going to be staying in the hostels in that same area. And it's almost like a group chat that you could all interact with each other, see where you're all and talk. So even before you start your trip, before you go to this destination, you can start almost making friends and connecting once again with strangers. Yeah. And finding out, oh, how come you're going to this place? Oh, do you want me out? Do you want to go get food? Do you want to explore this? And you can kind of get to know them before you get to those to the hostel. So at least that way, when you arrive, you feel a little bit more comfortable you're thinking, oh, I'm sharing yeah. a room with four strangers, but because you've been talking to them for the past two, three weeks, you kind of know them a little bit more. Yeah, like, I've definitely had mixed opinions about the hostel world, like, group chatting. I think it's after getting better now. I haven't actually used it since coming to Australia, but when I was in Salzburg, the hostel we stayed in was, like, it was nice, and there was, like, a big chill-out area, but there wasn't really any social activities and there wasn't really um I don't know it seemed like it was a little bit hard to like meet people now I got really lucky and I made friends with the girls in my room um and then they used to play the sound of music <laughs> every evening um so like people would just sit there and watch that and it was actually I was actually in that hostel when the queen died and so everyone just kind of had a talking point about that but we so I went to Hallstatt with two girls in my room and then we were like, oh, we kind of want to go out tonight. Like it's our last night, but like, you know, we'd love for more people to come. So we were just like, right, let's just throw it in the hostel world group chat. Um, and we put it in. We were like, we're going out tonight. If anyone wants to like message me, this is my Instagram or whatever. Um, but we're going to meet like in the kitchen at this time, or whatever. And we actually got like a good group of people and they all came out and it was fun. But then like there's been other experiences where like people will write into the hostel chat and like no one replies. <laughs> Um, so that's a little bit like, oh, your confidence gets a little bit knocked. And you're like, okay, maybe I'm not going to meet anyone here. But you will. Like, you, If you put yourself out there enough, like you will meet people. And that's the thing with hostels as well. Like, It's so easy to just like strike up a conversation with someone. Um, so one of my really good friends at the moment, shout out to Farron, if you're listening. Um, we weren't even friends since I went into that solo trip. So my first stop was a crack out. And I stayed in a great hostel there, Greg and Tom's Beer House. If you're ever going to Krakow, you need to go there. They do free breakfast and free dinner um, and it's cheap. But they like have pub crawls, everything. So it was my first night solo traveling, first night in this hostel, first night in Poland. And I was like, I don't know anyone. This is weird. But anyway, sat down for dinner and this girl sat down beside me and she was like, oh, sorry, do you mind if I sit here? And I was like, yeah, no problem straight away I was like wait a second are you from Ireland like noticed her accent she was like yeah are you and she was like and I was like yeah and then we started chatting like got to know each other we went out that night had the best fun 
spent like our two three days in Poland together and then she went on to Budapest and I went to Prague and we have talked every single day since we met and it was literally literally because she was like can I sit here like for her dinner it's literally as easy as that to make friends now I do think Farron heard my accent before she sat down so she was like there's, there's an Irish girl I'm gonna go talk to her um but yeah like it's literally as easy as that and I'm gonna get Farron on the podcast at some point too because she's great she has so many stories to tell um and she's also moving on to Australia later this year so we're gonna do a little bit of traveling together too so I'm sure she will be a familiar face on this show at some point that's quite cool that you mentioned that how like she's just approached to and about like can I sit here so I've got a similar story as well to tell someone that I met again once again last year in Latin Fest since mm-hmm. I had a group of us, about 10 of us, we was outside in Valencia just having food at this outdoor cafe. And after food, we had a few drinks. We started playing a, go- a game called Matthew. I'm not sure if a lot of people play, but it's just like a, gr- a game that you all interact with each other. And uh, there was this young lady sat opposite us in a different table by herself. And she must have saw how enjoyable this game was, how we were just having a great time. And literally, she just came up to us as a group of 10 of us sat at a big round table. She's like, Whatever you guys are playing looks fun. Can I join? And we're like, oh my God, yes. Put a chair. And this lady from the Netherlands just literally just approached a group of strangers and stuff. And actually, I have to thank her because she was the one then start asking us, oh, what brings you to Valencia? I said, well, we're here for Latin Fest. She's like, oh, have you heard of Palmondo, which is the festival that I mentioned previously in this episode that I'll be going to. So she No way! Yeah, she's the one that said to me, you should go. There's a big festival similar to this one in the Netherlands and it's happening right now and it's going to be one of the next shows. I was like, no way, I am going. And all thanks to this stranger that I met because of a lot of festivals, I'm going to a different festival she suggested. So she might be going there as well. And yeah, if I do bump into it, I'll probably do a little episode where we'll just talk about how we met as strangers. And we, yeah, we still talk to each other now and then. I was going to ask, yeah, do you still talk or... Yeah, yeah, we got each other the socials and stuff. But yeah, it's just fair play to it, just approaching us. And yeah, it shows how these little things in life, how a stranger approached me in a big group. We became friends and interacted that night. And then she suggested something. And now I'm doing that the following year in my life, going to a place that she said for me to go with another big group of people. How like all these little things fall into place just because of a stranger. It's the butterfly yeah, effect. Just, it's literally the butterfly effect with strangers, basically. I know and like yeah, I thought I just I, had to share that a little bit as well yeah no I'm like I love that and that's like again that's another reason why we wanted to start the podcast because it re- like people think it's so hard to make friends when you travel like e- with your even if you're like you're, if you're traveling solo or if you're traveling with friends it is so easy to just go up and talk to someone else like get out of your own head make the first move literally ask them um hey have you got any plans for today I'm thinking of going to doing this like that's how I made one of my friends in Salzburg and well like she came up to me and she said that and then um like I still talk to her every now and again now and we follow and keep up with each other's lives and stuff but like the number one thing I always tell people when they're like I'm going solo traveling but I'm really scared like I don't know what to do and I'm like you're never alone unless you want to be alone that's right so like if you choose right today I really don't want to talk to anyone I really don't want to like you know interact I'm not feeling it because like your social battery does drain a little bit when you are meeting people like constantly you're you but like there's other times where you're like okay 
if, if I want to go and do something, like there's surely someone else in the top store, there's surely someone else around here that like I can go and chat to. Um, and I think like as well, a little element with this podcast, we're going to like, when we have like some guests on and stuff, obviously we're going to chat about like how we met and like how easy it was for us to become friends. But we're going to ask them like kind of in-depth questions about like their travels and ask them little questions and like little tips and tricks on how like they connect with strangers um so that'll just be like a consistent theme I suppose across some more episodes as they come um there was one so I think that's pretty much like us and how we've met in the travel squad and like how that's been a big impact in your life um but we're just going to chat a little bit about where we are right now and like what um plans we've coming up and what to kind of expect from us over the next couple months um so if you want to take your yeah that's fine i'm making a little head start so yeah like i yeah. said first thing i got coming up would be in july so you know the power Monday festival with the, the travel squad group and after that in september i'm actually going into reading for about a week or so with again a lot of friend of mine Brittany, that i met through the travel squad she was actually one of the, the first people i met in one of my first travel squad meetups back in march 2021 <laughs> so it sure is actually still Brittany actually the same people Brittany was one of the girls in the Australia group chat that I mentioned like way back oh, when okay. yeah because I remember like her um I remember I think you tagged her in a story or something and I was like wait a second yeah. that's the, like she was in like our Australia group chat oh, so, yeah. so she she was one of the girls that was supposed to like well we were all thinking about moving out to Australia um but anyway that's just little small world moment yeah it's small world but yeah i think she the last time i spoke to she's planning to go probably next year in australia so yeah look out for her she might bump into you again yeah very well we're doing a little bit of interviewing once again thanks to tts we all of us got in a group chat to go to oktoberfest but because there's so many people going oktoberfest and how popular it is we looked at flights and we're like it's about 200 pounds trying to fly from uk to munich i think that's where the festival is yeah munich and i decided for that same price, you can get an interrating package for like a week. We might as well just stop in a few different countries on our way there. So yeah, Brittany and I are going to be doing that. So yeah, we're going to go for like a stop in Brussels, Frankfurt, a, a few other countries. I can't remember the places and cities until we get there. So fill in one or two nights here and that. And I guess it's just make the most of it. And it worked out about the same price. And yeah, we're going to be staying in different house stores and stuff and meeting strangers. So hopefully... I'll get to meet some new people and maybe bring them into the show as well. Yeah. Um, that's the work, the most stuff I'm going to be doing this year. Yeah. Um, I was going to say with, um, just on interrailing, so that's what I used to travel when I solo traveled around Europe in September last year. Um, if you're 27 and under and you're listening to this podcast, please, please, please utilize interrailing and Europe and like there is so much diversity within Europe itself and you can go literally anywhere on a train. Please use it while you're young and while you have time and just don't like, do just, my just, mistake. <laughs> yes, don't do haters mistake oh, and wait until you're having If I turn 2080 in April and of course I'm going to September so I had to bitch and play premium, not premium, but it was still more expensive than if I would if I did this last year. So yeah, if you're under 27, just plan a year in your life to just even if you do it for like i'm doing it for like a week or for longer it's so worth it for the price price of a flight that you normally get to go to in your own europe you can literally make a few stops and you can literally go from all the way from cardiff in the uk all the way to istanbul yeah <laughs> like you could 
you can go you can go as far as the Arctic Circle and all the way down to Greece or somewhere like that. Um, I actually met a, I met a guy when I was solo traveling and he had won um, an interrail pass. So he was like, right, where's the furthest place this this ticket can take me? He went all the way to the, he, all the way to the Arctic Circle, camped there, like brought his camping gear and everything, and then like made his way down into Europe. And I actually bumped into him in Switzerland. Um, and I was just like, oh my god, wow! And he went during obviously like kind of summer end of summertime. So when he was in the Arctic Circle, like the sun would set for hours and hours and hours. Like I mean, one a.m. and the sun is still setting, and then it would just rise again. <laughs> so I was like, that's really cool. So yeah, if you're 27 and under, utilize Interrail. Or if you're from outside Europe, you can get the um, Eurorail pass. I think that's the one that like Americans and stuff use. Um, but yeah, so that's Hatewear's travel plans. Um, yeah. For me, I don't really have like, let's say much planned travel wise, like nothing set in stone other than, so by the time this podcast will be out, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I might be done or I might still be continuing. Um, but I'm so basically because I'm in Australia, I've just finished my regional work, which I need to do to get my second working holiday visa. So I am traveling up the east coast of Australia for two weeks. Um, and I'm also working with a travel company um, a little bit. I won't mention it right now. I'll I'll talk about that maybe in another episode and I'll give a shout out to them and where you can like book your trip to them. But um. Yeah, so I'm doing two weeks up the East Coast, which I'm really excited for. Um, I'm going between Brisbane and Cairns. And then after Cairns, I fly back down to Sydney and I'm going on a ski trip with like 50 other people, 50 other strangers that I've never met before. Um, and basically a girl who does all these meetups in Sydney, um, she organized this trip. I will talk about her and what she does more in depth in another podcast episode because I feel like that um, will be helpful information if anyone else is listening to this podcast and they want to move out to Sydney or Australia and they don't know how to make friends or whatever. That's for another episode. But yeah, then I'm going skiing, which I'm so excited about because everyone's like skiing. and <laughs> But everyone's like skiing in Australia. Like, is it going to be cold? <laughs> um, it, it will be. It will be. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of my month of June. June is going to be very jam-packed with travel and... Then after that, I don't really have anything planned per se. Um, my mind changes all the time and I don't like, I don't know from one day to the next what I can, I'm going to do, where I'm going to be. Um, there is potential that I'm going somewhere in Southeast Asia for um, August, but whether or not that'll happen, I'm not 100% sure. And then in November, when my first year visa ends in Australia, I plan on doing a little bit of longer stint to travel um, in Southeast Asia. So I'll, I'm pretty sure when I actually plan and book those things, I will update you all on where I'm going and what I'm doing. But if you want to follow along with our current trips and trips that are coming up soon, then you can follow us um, at Strangers No More on Instagram or you can follow me, Jess Marie Healy, on Instagram. And then Hator is at Hator Pierre 10. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So if you want to follow along with our adventures and keep up to date what we're doing, give us a follow on Instagram. And yeah, anything else you want to say for this episode? Yeah, I guess if you listened all the way through this episode, one thing to take away from this one is, I think actually two things to take away from this episode. Utilize hostels, even if you're afraid or just give it a go. They're absolutely brilliant. It's not always going to be the best experience, but honestly, nine out of ten, 
it is definitely worth it, especially if you're new to traveling or you're traveling by yourself or maybe just one or two friends. It's a great way to meet new people. And to what we said, if you're under 27 and you're listening to this, please, please, please plan at some stage in your life to go interrailing across Europe either for a week or for a month or for three months. But <laughs> just do it. Just, just put, yeah. put the interrailing pass and you don't have to plan it straight away. So when you be yeah. there, I think you have up to 12 months to activate it. So even me with my travels in September, I haven't actually activated mine. I already planned where I'm going and what accommodation, but but I don't need to activate it to very last moment. So you just booked it, but like that's all done. And that's kind of like almost an incentive, right? I booked into really, I have to go now. So it's yeah. almost a way of forcing you to get out of your comfort zone and go traveling and meet some strangers. Yeah. And traveling. Sorry, go on. I was just saying, yeah, that's what I want people that have been listening to this podcast to take away from this episode. Yeah. I, I was going to add a third thing and say, um, you know, if you were ever on the fence about traveling solo or just traveling in general and you're scared about meeting new people, it's so easy. Stop overthinking it. Just do it. Um, you know, if you want to just like compliment someone's shoes or whatever, ask them where they got their bag. I don't know. Anything. Like literally people are so open to other people 90% of the time. It's so easy to make friends. And then on the interrating thing, um, I was going to say, oh, yes, um, traveling across Europe on trains oh my gosh the views that you will get like I'm so excited for you I'm so excited for you to go on your interrating trip because honestly when I was on mine like my head was just out the window the whole time I was like oh my god how is this real life like and because Europe because Europe is so vast in terms of culture and landscape you get so many different kinds of views so please just you would love that while you're young yeah but yeah I think that is all for this episode yeah, oh, yeah. I guess I will leave a link as well for the Travel Squad for anyone who's interested in hearing about the DTS Travel Squad and how we met each other. I will drop the Facebook link below. All you need to do is just sign up to it, agree to the audit terms and conditions, and you become a member. And yeah, just look out for posts there. People will be posting what you want to do. And drop a little introduction. I think because it's, like we said, over 100,000 members, it might take a while for you to get approved, but eventually you'll get approved. Yeah. And then if you write a little description what you're into, what you want to do this year, what normally happens, all these little group chats that we're talking about, all these little individual admins, they always drop a comment and say, hey, you mentioned you like surfing. There's a group chat for people that like surfing or there's a surfing trip coming up. So yeah, there's always going to be ways that you can meet new people. And yeah, and I'll put the link for the interrailing as well to be sure you click on that. Yeah, so whether yeah, you're... Sorry, whether you're watching or listening to this on YouTube or you're listening on Spotify, like we're going to link it below in the show notes or wherever um, and links to our Instagrams and... YouTube channels will be there too. Um, and again, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far and make sure to give us a like or whatever on Spotify or YouTube um, at Strangers No More. Yeah, so yeah, this has been Strangers No More by Hate Okura and Jessica or Jess Teeley. I don't know which one to say. <laughs> it's like, whatever, like I'm Jess, I'm Jess to all my friends, but to my family, I'm Jessica. But you know what, whatever you want to call me goes. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and we will, I don't know, you'll hear from us again soon. Bye. Bye.